Hello Legends and welcome to Blunt Force Healing Podcast, episode 406. For those of you that are new to the channel, 406 means that it's a streak of number of days that this podcast and the blog exist. For those of you that are already watching, reading, or listening, it might be a little bit boring, so I'll cut it short to make sure that all the newcomers understand what this project is all about. Project consists of the blog and the podcast. Blog is written every day, podcast is recorded every day too, and they complement each other. So what is in the video, overlaps a little bit with what's written in the blog, but there are certain things that are different in blog and in podcast. If you wonder, do you have to, if you want to, consume both of them in different places? No, you can go to the blog and every blog post has this video embedded into the actual blog post. So. You can consume them in one central point in the blog www.bluntforcehealing.com or simply bluntforcehealing.wordpress.com. They are both the same place, it's just different address that leads to that place. Without further ado, this is the first segment of today's update. Some people prefer to just listen to audio on Spotify, so you might not see my beautiful face. <laughs> that was cringe. Some of you prefer to watch Spotify video or on YouTube. Whatever you choose, it's fine. After the f- 400th episode, I decided to do multi-segment videos or the multi-segment video updates. Previously, I was recording single update in one go without any editing, etc. I still not do not edit any of the videos per se, like all the professional YouTubers do. Because first, I don't have enough time to do that daily episode. I don't have anyone else helping me making those episodes so I don't have people that have uh, experience in video editing who could do that for me and also I don't need that this is a journal this is meant to be authentic and have as little cuts as possible so here we are why I decided to do segments is because they cover more during the day they add variety because sometimes I add segments recorded in the forest sometimes I do segment recorded at the beach so it's I think it's more colorful for people that watch the the episodes and adds a bit of spice to it so that's why I decided to do it and then it's easier to cover little things when I do segments rather than do it in one go, let's say in the evening, and forget half of the stuff that I wanted to say. So, this is it. 
I usually have the limit of 30 minutes. Well, I generally have limit of 30 minutes. So I try to do the segments within that. And I so far managed to do that all the time, except one episode, which I had to trim a little bit for Spotify because this is where the limit is, 30 minutes. But obviously the YouTube episode is always full length and it's embedded in the blog post. That's why I prefer if people go to the blog to make sure that they always see and read everything. If you prefer to stay on Spotify, this is fine. I'll do my best to always fit within 30 minutes. It was just one episode, I think two days ago or three days ago, where I had to trim 40 minutes YouTube video into 30 minutes or 20 something minutes uh, to fit it on Spotify. So for those of you that were on Spotify all the time or missed that full length episode and would like to watch it, you need to go to YouTube and there's only one video that is 40 minutes long. So this is or 39 something. Today we only did a short walk at Mount Charles uh, as a family. We went there for a yeah, simple walk alongside the promenade. It was quite busy because the weather was good. So, you know, it's not only Sunday, but also a nice weather. That means plenty of people wanted to use that opportunity and get some nice walk alongside the coast in Mont Charles. Of course, there is also a cafe there and petting zoo, which it's called, uh, I think, Salt Hill Cabin. And they also prepared some fun stuff along the petting zoo uh, area themed in Halloween stuff. So I guess that was also the driver for many people coming in with little children dressed up and enjoying that, you know, petting stuff with the also with the Halloween themed scenario which was great we saw a lot of ostrich uh, I think they have two ostriches or ostrich I don't know if you use the if it's if it's a if it has the you know plural changing um, there were different other animals like donkeys llamas they have I believe they have also peacocks. They used to have owl, but it I think it died last year or something of natural causes. Uh, they also have turkeys and other kind of farm animals that you might find on the fields in Ireland or elsewhere. But here you can actually touch most of them and, and play around within reason. So. It's a great way to enjoy stuff. We will probably visit it with Julian at some stage when it's like a normal day and not many people around to fully enjoy that 
uh, time with animals because animals are a great way to for you know general kind of mental calmness and relaxation they have something in them that helps relax more at the moment i'm at gas station i'm going towards any to check for mushrooms as it is that time of the year still where i can collect some so i'll drop now and record next segment in a couple of minutes maybe hours and stitch it together i might record something at any depending on how much daylight i have because it's probably last 45 minutes before sunset there was a time change so we added one hour to our sleep overnight obviously but unfortunately that means that in like the technically we are back one hour in terms of the daylight so yesterday sunset was at around 6 p.m today it's 5 p.m it's still the same sunset but just for the reason that humans decided to support agriculture and introduce that time change times uh, you know time, uh, i think it's a summertime change that's the only human type of concept it doesn't exist in nature so nature still sets the sun at the same time it just looks and feels weirder for us because we introduce it for ourselves all right it's 10 minutes for this segment i still have about 20 minutes left for other segments stay tuned and i'll be back shortly quick next segment uh, i just arrived at ini it's raining as expected to be honest it just got darker so it's like in those movies or games it was very nice and sun is, was shining on those beautiful, you know, orange leaves and trees. But a cloud came over and I need to wait until it passes. And I hope it will let me see at least a bit so I can check for mushrooms. I have a backup solution just about 200 meters from here. Maybe not even. I have a big fruiting area of honey fungus, which is very tasty and nice. I just collect it whenever I want fresh fungi or mushrooms for supper or breakfast next day because they need to be eaten straight away. You can't dry them or, you know, marinate them or kind of, you know, do them like, uh, I don't know how you call it in English. You put them in vinegar basically for later and you can consume them over the winter time or whatever. But yeah, they're not my first choice of mushrooms to collect. But as they say, if there's nothing else, you go for the best available option or whatever is available. And that's it. Uh, the nice thing is that, you know, I mentioned in the last couple of episodes i think about the sheep here in the ini 
every time I was coming here in the past, they were very much afraid of me or startled by even a slight thing when I was opening and closing the door. They would they would just push away and there wouldn't be any of them in the within the proximity, I would say, of I don't know, five, ten meters, they would be far away and just the single ones. But for about three or four times I come here and drive by and park the car, every time all of them from the surrounding area are coming here to welcome me. Well, I say they welcome me, but I have no clue why they come here. Either they are hungry or they want somebody to take them away from the rain i don't know but the fact that they come and they are not startled by me they even allowed me a couple of times to pet them or grab by the horn or you know i even uh, gave one my hand to kind of sniff and it, it kind of did, did that so it's amazing feeling to be close to animals any type of animals you know i understand people that have dogs and cats Sheep are even weirder because they are like the, one of those animals that you only think about in terms of maybe clothing or food or things like that. But they are so cute and each one of them is so different despite they, them looking from the distance like they're all the same. They're not. If you look closer, all their faces are have different patches or different colors their horns are have you know the, those minute details that differ even their color of the of the fur is is different so it's just amazing to to experience and they are still around they slowly start dispersing because they realize that i'm not taking them anywhere or not giving them food so it's just a nice feeling it's getting really dark so i'm afraid i might not be able to collect much and this cloud doesn't seem like it's small so anyway that's a short segment below five minutes uh i have backup option in terms of mushrooms and i also have backup option to just sit here and relax with my scone and coffee which i need to quit really especially in evening hours because it's not good for sleep but I allowed myself because sleep today was one hour longer. So I really appreciate those changes. I might, I would like more of those, to be honest. But yeah, definitely that was the best night's sleep I had in weeks or months. I'll be back in a couple of seconds again. And welcome back. Yes, I look like a miner. But I'm not mining anything except for mushrooms. As you can hear, it's still raining. Let me show you the magic light. Yes, this is my uh, tool to support me in just in case I need to have, you know, more light on the way back or assess some mushrooms there is plenty of them here in terms of uh, the one that i mentioned to you which is uh, armillaria ostoyae it's a very interesting fungus because it 
you can see it's everywhere especially here which is quite unusual i haven't seen it ever in you know that amount there's there's amazing fruiting of them in the area so that means there is a lot of rotting wood underneath me and also it's not a good news for for trees in the area because this fungus is causing rotting of wood and it's quite parasitic so and it's very prevalent it, it spreads very quickly uh, in fact i'm not sure if i mentioned it but the the biggest living organism on earth until recently was thought to be uh, one of the blue whales that was of amazing size but after a long research i think uh, in oregon in the us they found the armillaria ostoiae the same fungus that is here but in north america it is spread over a huge humongous area they call it even fung humongous fungus because the mycelium underground which is the network of those uh, little threads that cause the fruiting of the bodies uh, over the, the ground is estimated to be around 24,000 tons and it spread over I don't remember the number but it's just unbelievable uh, area and it's now classified as the biggest living uh, organism in on our planet so i can show you just how prevalent this this fungus is it's like it's here you can see it's here and then you can see it this is armillaria ostoiae it's it's amazing fruiting uh time for them you can you can see how many of them is here all of those orange or kind of brownish dots is exactly armillaria ostoiae i haven't seen so many of them last time so it's it's just astounding and it's not the the only thing you can see probably also here all of that is armillaria ostoiae so th there must be you know over this area there must be so much of that mycelium spread across that they, they grow literally everywhere i'm stomping on them because there's so many and like it wasn't enough i'm just approaching one place that i'll show you that is like its cousin or brother however you call it it's another from honey fungus it's armillaria melea you can see it there all of that is armillaria melea let me try and get close to show you how much of it is here it's quite boggy have a look 
this is melea it's 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 brighter it's slightly different fungus but they are the same uh, genera so you can see this is this is melea it's already rotting here because uh, it's it's already quite a while here but it's just ama amazing amazing fruiting uh, time for those and just there on that on that stump you can see Ostoyai again it's it's just it blew my head off anyway it's a bit boring for most of you but just decided to inject it in it's dark it's raining so I probably just take a couple of nice specimens of those Armillaria honeyfungus and get back home so let me just finish this segment and I'll probably add one more uh, on the way back home. Welcome back and this is the closing uh, segment of today's video update. So two important things outside of the updates that I provided. I actually um, recorded video around that massive fungus or humongous fungus that I mentioned in the previous segment uh, showing the path that I walked uh, with the torch and showing how prevalent this thing is uh, similar to the to the segment that I bit, uh, that I recorded uh, previously but in a vertical uh, kind of format for my Facebook and Instagram groups where people are more interested in in mushrooms but second thing is more fascinating as I was using torch to light up those patches of honey fungus and how it's infesting the area I think I actually came accidentally across Silosibi Semi-Lanceata, which is Liberty Cup, which I was talking about before. Uh, it's a, it's one of those, um, you know, psilocybin carrying mushrooms. It's very much prevalent in in most of the north northern hemisphere in different areas. Uh, it's it, it grows in grasslands, not in the forests. Uh, but I was never able to find it. Not that I went on any hunts uh, before, but I was hoping that I will find it by pure accident as I did with many other species. And it turns out I actually did because when I went there to hunt for it, I couldn't find any even similar species. But today I came across it by pure mistake. Well, by pure accident while I was filming the honey fungus, it was actually growing beside the honey fungus. And I'm not 100% sure it has all the features that I need, but one of the features is a bit weird to me because for Psilocybe uh, semi-lanceata, the Liberty Cap, it should bend and spring back. And this is what it did when it grew. But when I bend it too much, it snapped. And I'm not sure if it should be snapping 
I mean the stem should snap, but everything else, it has all the features of Silosibi Semi-Line Seata, so I would be very surprised if it's not Liberty Cup, but I always keep my head open and manage my expectations. I'll drop it into the mycological groups that I am in for a proper ID and to confirm it. Once I do, I'll update you in tomorrow's episode, assuming that I will get the answer uh, today. For now, that's it. I'm quite happy about finding this mushroom, especially that I went across the forest and I couldn't find any edible mushrooms in the place where I found plenty of them in summer. And as I was walking back, I said I would take a couple of honey, uh, honey mushrooms just for tomorrow's breakfast. And then it happened. So it's a, you never know what might happen. And this is the best example of that. So that's it for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you have a great uh, rest of the day, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. Thanks. I hope you have a nice one too. That was Siri. I don't know why did actually got triggered, but whatever. That's a nice blooper, I guess, or Easter egg in the in the episode. Once again, I appreciate your time. Stay tuned and see you tomorrow.